everyone, and welcome back to the Wealthy, Worthy, and Wild podcast. I'm your host, Amy Tallisrud from Rebel Nutrition. And first, I just have to start out by saying that if you do hear some bird sounds in the background, yes, I am still in Maui. <laughs> so that's why you hear it. I'm going to be here for a while, and I'm going to get into my big announcement in just a second. But I'm going to have to figure out in the coming weeks how to kind of soundproof my podcasting area because. I mean, I guess it adds a little flair and flavor to my brand that there's birds in the background of my podcast, but you know, we'll see how it goes. So let me start out with an obsession because it's been a couple weeks now since I've told you guys my obsession, but my current obsession is not wearing makeup. You guys, I cannot even remember the last time I put makeup on and it's actually quite nice. I'm kind of looking at it as a detox for my skin. Um, I've been wearing sunscreen obviously because it's very sunny here, but I haven't really been wearing makeup and it feels so good to just like let my skin breathe. So yeah, try it out if you're not already doing that. I mean, most of us are staying at home right now and not really seeing a lot of people, so maybe you're already doing this. All right, so quick little recap of what is kind of going on right now, why I'm still in Maui, and then my big announcement. So this is kind of a crazy story, so I'm just gonna kind of walk you through everything that has happened in the past few weeks because when I left LA, if you would have told me the sequence of events that were to come in the last couple weeks, I would have been like, you are batshit crazy. There's no way I'm never doing that. Okay, so my parents recently, um, my dad retired and my mom kind of works remotely part-time and they just moved to Maui, which obviously you guys know, I've always loved Maui. Eric and I got married in Maui. We lived there for a couple years and we always loved traveling back. So once my parents moved here, we decided to plan a trip and we actually got here the day after they moved here just to kind of help them move in, hang out with them, enjoy the beautiful island of Maui. And this was kind of right before all of the craziness started happening with the coronavirus and all of this restriction sort of went into place. We came to Maui like a couple days before, so it was right on the cusp um, before things started shutting down. So we stayed here for a week in Maui. It was amazing, such a fun time. We actually stayed with my parents. And then the day that we were leaving, again, it was kind of like we knew that we shouldn't be traveling. It was while the restrictions had already been set and we were like, this is not a smart idea, but also what are we supposed to do? You know, I didn't bring any of my stuff because I didn't plan to work at all while being in Maui. Didn't have my computer. I only brought a few outfits. And even though I knew like the socially responsible thing is to stay put and not travel. I mean, we're paying rent in LA. If we wanted to stay here and stay put, it would have been, I mean, it's obviously you guys know Maui is not an inexpensive place to stay. So we basically would have been paying double rent and our rent in LA is not cheap. So we kind of made the decision like, okay, let's get home. Once we get home, we will socially isolate and kind of quarantine ourselves since we've been traveling. And this is just the logical thing to do is just to go home. Because even if we did stay in Maui, at that point we had no idea how long this shutdown was going to be happening. There was just so many unknowns and it just made more sense to go home. So we get to the airport, we are waiting to board our plane. It's delayed a couple times, um, but then finally we start boarding the plane we are about to get on the plane and the flight attendant comes over the speaker and is like, 
I'm sorry, there's some issues with the plane. So everybody had to get off the plane and it was delayed again. And at that point we are like, okay, are we being crazy here? Is this a sign from the universe that like we are not supposed to go home? So what we did was like, okay, we're gonna go up to the front and just ask them, hey, can we extend our ticket until tomorrow? Because they had also said that they didn't know how long the delay was going to be. So my parents come back, pick us up from the airport. We go back and stay with them one more night. And then the next morning, I don't know why, I just kind of got this ping or this idea like, you know what, I'm gonna look at Airbnbs and see maybe there's some cheap places right now because a lot of people are not traveling, nobody's coming here really anymore. Um, and I actually found a really nice little villa close to my parents that was about a quarter of the normal nightly price. So we booked it for the next week and just kind of were like, okay, let's ride this out for another couple days, see what happens. And you guys, during that time is just when, I mean, it's crazy. Things are just changing so much every single day, but it was during that week that it was kind of like, became really clear to us that it was not smart to go back to LA. That's like one of the worst places in terms of the spreading of the virus. I know there are some other states that are worse, but still going through LAX, I, I didn't really want to do. I didn't feel safe doing that for my own safety or for spreading it potentially to other people. And then also just thinking about what it was going to be like when we got back to LA. Um, most of the people, most of the friends that I have in Hollywood or in the LA area were telling me like, you can't really get a lot of groceries. Deliveries aren't happening. If you do want to go to a grocery store, you have to get there first thing in the morning. And that honestly sounded so stressful to me and scary and the potential of not being able to be around my family. I mean, obviously I have Eric, but otherwise if I stayed in Maui, I had already been around my parents. So we could continue to at least be with my family and have that kind of comfort if anything else were to go crazy, you know? So we're staying in our new villa that we got for a screaming deal. And <laughs> one day Eric's just like, hey, I, I found this place on Zillow, this home in Lahaina, which is where we actually used to live in the tiny hut when I first started my business. He's like, I found this place. It's cheaper than our rent in LA and it's absolutely stunning. I'm like, you guys, I'm looking through the photos and it is this beautiful home with a pool. It's completely open. I mean, it's just like literally what I imagined in my head as my dream home in my dream location. And I was just like, oh my God, we have to go see it. And at this point, I'm not thinking that like we're actually going to get this place or move in because we still didn't know that we were going to stay in Maui or go to LA, but I'm like, we have to go see this. I don't know why. I just was like, we have to. So we drove over there um, to see the home. And once we got up there, I literally just full body chills because this is the home that I've always imagined living in, you know, maybe years down the line, because obviously you guys know I'm living in LA right now and I'm not planning on moving to Maui, but I, I had always kind of seen that in my future. And the funny thing is recently, Eric and I have started really manifesting and talking about moving into a home because we've had a lot of issues in LA with loud neighbors who are up partying and smoking. And, you know, that's cool. That's their lifestyle, but it's just not really my lifestyle. So it doesn't really go well with, you know, somebody who like me, who wakes up early in the morning and is working all day. Like, I don't really want to be staying up late and listening to you party all night. So I was like, okay, we need to start talking about the next step, which is moving into a home. And I really had my sights set on a home in like the Hollywood Hills, being up high, overlooking, like having a beautiful view maybe even having a pool. I mean, like I was just dreaming big here, you guys. And the funny thing is this house, even though it was in Maui and not LA, is like basically exactly the picture that I had in my mind. Okay, so 
after we went and saw it, Eric and I started talking, and you guys, Eric is my husband, if I didn't make that clear already, and we're like, how can we make this happen? I want to stay here. I want to move into this house. I know that this is like against all logic, but how can we make this happen? So long story long, (laughs) we figured out that it was actually smarter for us to break our lease in LA and just pay, you know, the amount that we had to, to break our lease and get this place in Lahaina that was literally our dream home rather than continuing to pay our rent in LA, even though it was sitting vacant for, you know, who knows how long and paying for just like an Airbnb or a villa here in Maui. (laughs) So all that is to say that you guys, I am moving back to Maui. And again, if you would have told me that this was going to happen when I left LA, I would have said, shut the fuck up. That's not happening. I love LA. I'm staying in LA for a long time. But it's just amazing how when you kind of start to manifest and create these visions of your life in your mind and kind of in a way detach from them because I had these big goals and big dreams, but I always, whenever I set any sort of goal or dream or vision for my life, I always think to myself, you know, it's this or something better. It's this or something better because I always know that, you know, the universe has bigger plans for me than I even have for myself. So when we found this house in Lahaina, I was like, well, you know, this is perfect. This is everything that I want. I love it so much, but it's not in LA. And then I thought to myself, maybe I'm not supposed to be in LA, at least right now. Maybe this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And the universe has bigger and better plans for me than I have for myself. Because truly, you guys know this about me. I've talked about this a lot, that I'm a very very motivated, driven person. I don't need, you know, people telling me that I need to get work done at a certain time or anything like that. And almost the energy of LA is very similar to what I have innately. And so (laughs) having that energy plus what, you know, is already innately within me, it's a lot. It causes a lot of stress, a lot of kind of hustle mentality that I work very hard to get out of. Um, But I do kind of find myself prone to that. Whereas living in Maui, is kind of a nice balance for me. I know this because I've lived here before. I started my business from here. I was able to do crazy massive things while living in a hut because the energy of the island is just so different. It's so calming. It's so, you know, feminine and flowing and something that really suits my naturally kind of masculine driven work, work, work mentality. It goes really, goes really well with that. So the reason that I tell you guys this story, and you're probably thinking to yourself right now, like, oh my God, this is absolutely crazy. I could never do that. If you are saying that to yourself right now, if you're thinking in your mind, like, I could never do what she did. I could never just make a decision that quickly and just change my entire life and, you know, have moving companies go to my apartment without me being there and sending all of my stuff across the Pacific Ocean. If that's what you're thinking, just tune in and realize that that might be a limiting belief. And I'm not saying that everybody, you know, should do the same thing that I did. I'm just saying like, there's probably certain opportunities that have presented themselves in your life and you maybe immediately shut them down and think, you know, I couldn't do that because I already have an apartment here or I can't do that because how am I going to get all my stuff? The bottom line is when something is meant to be, when something is for you, 
you can always, always find a way to make it happen. Everything is figure outable, as Marie Forleo says, and I love that. And when it comes to making, you know, life-changing decisions like this, this is literally life-changing. I was thinking about this. I'm like, I was a couple minutes away from a completely different life. Could you imagine if I had gotten on that plane and nothing was wrong with the plane and we just took off and went back to LA? Like I'd be in LA for probably the next couple years. I had literally no plans to move to Maui, to move anywhere else. I mean, it gives me full body chills every time I think about that. But this is why tuning in and listening to the universe is so, so important. And it is scary as fuck, you guys. I was so scared and I, I have this fear of like, I make big decisions like this all the time. It seems like maybe every six months to a year, I'm making a huge up-level or life-changing decision and it feels so scary. And yes, it takes work to get it to happen sometimes, but I think how to know that something is right for you that's going to take a little bit of work versus something that's not right for you or that's out of alignment or that is crazy and you just really shouldn't say no to is ease versus force. So can you think about something that feels really hard or forceful that you're doing just because you feel like you should or somebody told you that's what you need to do to be successful? I think the thing is, is that a lot of times we are told that, you know, life is hard and good things don't come easy. <laughs> and we are told that if something feels easy, then that's wrong. Or we feel like, oh, that's too good to be true. Like if it's easy, then the end result isn't going to be worth it. You guys, this is so not true. It is so not true. Sometimes the easy way is the universe just like opening up a door to you. Like, here you go. Here's everything you've ever wanted. And you just have to be brave enough to say, fuck yeah to it and go with it and just know that everything is going to work out, even though it might take a little bit of thinking outside of the box or preparing things to get, you know, your belongings over to your new house or whatever. That was one of our biggest hurdles is like, how do we get all of our belongings from LA over to Maui without us being there? But everything is figure outable. We figured out a way to do that, okay? Sometimes when we are presented with an easy route, an easy way to do things. And this is totally true for me because it felt hard. It felt scary. It felt forceful to go back to LA when the easy choice was like, why don't I just stay in Maui? My family is here. There's literally an abundance of fresh fruit and vegetables. We're not going to run out of food. There's so many less people here. It's beautiful. You can still go to the beach. You can still walk around. That felt like an easier decision just to stay in Maui. But my logical mind was telling me like, no, you can't do that. You're already in a lease in LA. You have to go back there. There's no way it's not smart for you to stay here. That's not logical. Like this is what my logical mind was telling me. And probably maybe you can think of a scenario like this in your own life when an opportunity has come up for you and it feels really right. It feels aligned. It feels easy. But then your logical mind is like, no, you can't do that because this and this and this. And now I'm not saying like there's never a time and place for your logical mind, but a lot of times when you're talking about doing something that's in alignment with your soul and your purpose, that decision doesn't usually come from logical ways of thinking. It usually comes from tuning into your gut or how you really feel or really like what feels ease. I'm not saying that it's going to be easy, but there is a sense of ease when you're making those types of decisions taking a quick little break from the episode to ask you a very important question. Do you want me to be your personal online nutrition business mentor? Well, unfortunately, at the moment, I'm not accepting one-on-one -on -one clients, but 
I have been getting this question a lot lately, so I figured I would create a completely free workshop for you that walks you through the top four things I would teach you if we were working together. So in this free workshop, you're gonna learn my proven three-step method for finally deciding on a profitable niche, you're gonna learn how to optimize your Instagram bio and the number one mistake that most businesses are making when it comes to using Instagram for their business. You're gonna learn the key to building a scalable business as a nutritionist online without exhausting yourself with one-on-one clients, having to be an epic recipe creator and food photographer, or promoting a product that you aren't passionate about. And there's also going to be a little bonus section about what you can start doing today to build your business online, even if you don't have any credentials or experience yet, or you just feel like, you know, you're not ready yet, because I promise you, you are. So head over to rebelnutrition.com slash six figures, and that's spelled out. So S-I-X-F-I-G-U-R-E-S. You guys, this free workshop is going to be perfect for you if you are a brand new FNTP nutritionist or health coach, and you're like, How the F do I turn my passions into a business that doesn't require me to rely on -on one-on-one clients or work out of a stuffy doctor's office? I got you. Don't worry. You can totally create the business of your dreams with a few simple strategies that I will be sharing in this free workshop. Again, head over to rebelnutrition.com slash six figures, rebelnutrition.com slash S-I-X-F-I-G-U-R-E-S, and I will see you guys there. I mean, something that I've really been working on the last few months actually is really just tuning into signs from the universe and a higher power and and being guided and just trusting that I am on the right path. Because as somebody who is kind of a control freak, I like to be in control of what I'm doing, when I'm doing it, where I'm going, my schedule. I've been working on trusting the universe and I have never in my life experienced anything that has been a clearer sign of what I was supposed to do. So obviously the pandemic happening, our flight delay multiple times, staying in Maui, finding my literal perfect dream home that I thought would be, you know, 10 years away that's 30 minutes from my parents who just moved here. I'm like there has never been a bigger more clear sign for me that this is right where I'm meant to be. And even though it was not something that I had planned, just being kind of detached from my own plans and accepting that this is the something better. Whenever I say, you know, this or something better, the situation I'm in right now is the something better. And I could not have even imagined or created this scenario for myself. So whatever it is that you are manifesting or envisioning for your life right now, I think it's so important to set goals and have visualizations for your life and what you want out of your life. But I think also then detaching from those and really being flexible, letting the universe serve you something better than you could have ever imagined for yourself. And like I said before, being brave enough to say fuck yes to it. And I think that's another way to really help you make decisions if you are struggling is that usually the right thing to do is going to feel like a fuck yes. If it does not feel like a fuck yes and moving into our dream home in Maui was like a fuck yes. I was like, you know what? We will figure out the rest of the logistics, how to get our stuff, how to get out of our other lease just because this feels like such a fuck yes. Going back to LA was kind of like a, "Mm, yeah, that's the smarter decision, but it definitely wasn't a fuck yes. And you guys, obviously I know that I am really privileged to be able to have this flexibility 
and you know, I obviously, <laughs> I work online and my husband works with me. So we have the flexibility to be able to make decisions like this in terms of our jobs. I realize that that is a privilege to have. And I also realize that I created this for myself. I created my business so that I could do the kinds of things that bring me more into alignment with my purpose. And I truly believe that living in Maui, where I started my business, something that brings me more in alignment with my purpose, makes me more creative, makes me more inspired. So if you've ever thought that, you know, having a lot of money is a bad thing or makes people bad, that is just truly bullshit. Because I look at this situation and I think money allows people, it has allowed me to make these kinds of decisions, to have flexibility in my choices and to do things that maybe seem crazy to the outside world and to other people, but that really feel aligned for me and that I know are going to help me in turn live out my purpose and reach more people and inspire more people to, you know, start their dream businesses and pursue their dream life. And money allows you to do things that bring you joy to help more people that are struggling. Having money and being in a financial situation that allows me to offer one of my courses worth over $500 for free right now, simply because I know that people need this information and I'm in a position to offer it for free. I mean, that is amazing. If I was, you know, in a scarcity mindset or really struggling right now, I definitely would not want to be offering one of my most valuable courses for free because I would need the money. And as a result of that, that information would not reach as many people. Having money allows you to not only have flexibility in your life to pursue your dreams, but also has this trickle down effect of reaching and helping more people with your mission and your purpose. And on the other side of the spectrum, like when people don't have money and are struggling for money and no judgment here whatsoever, this is just a fact. And I know that a lot of people are struggling right now and a lot of people have been laid off. But when people are struggling for money and struggling to survive, oftentimes you'll make decisions that are not in alignment with your highest self simply because you're trying to survive. And again, like I've been there just a couple years ago, <laughs> I was living paycheck to paycheck too. I did not have this sort of flexibility. And I was working jobs that I didn't really want to work because I was just trying to get by. And like, you better believe I did not have a lot of time and mental energy or space to be tuning into the universe or doing things like this and making decisions that were going to impact hundreds and thousands of people. So that was kind of just a tangent on like money mindset and and maybe any limiting beliefs you have about whether having money makes you a bad person. It totally doesn't. It just amplifies who you already are. And if you're struggling right now, just know that like there is a way out and just really imagine going through life in a way where you can pursue your greatest passions and help more people and having the freedom to express your gifts in a way that brings you more abundance. That's the thing, you guys. We get back what we give out. So this is just the simple law of cause and effect. It's one of the universal laws of money. The book that I'm reading right now is called um, The Happy Pocket Full of Money. I will link it in the show notes, but it's really, really good. I recommend it. But one of the laws that it states is you will get back and receive what you give out there. So for example, for me, how I look at this is, I teach people how to make more money. I teach people how to pursue their gifts and their passions and create freedom and flexibility in their life so that they can, you know, have more joy. Like all of these things that are so amazing. I teach other people how to do this. And in return, I get that back 
times a thousand. And it's so amazing. And then that's another way that you can think about this in your life or in your own business. Like you want to be happy, start by making other people happy. You want to feel joy. What can you do to bring joy to somebody else? You want to be healthier. You know, a lot of you guys are health coaches and nutritionists, which is amazing. If you're helping other people get healthier um, and change their lifestyle, like that's in turn going to make you healthier. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Come hang out with me on my recent Instagram post. I'm sure I'm going to be posting tons of Maui pictures. I'm sure that by the time this episode goes live, I will have done some Instagram posts showing you guys into our dream home. Now that I've talked it up so much, you're probably going to want to see it. I will probably also do a YouTube video. So if you just search Rebel Nutrition, there will be a house tour on there at some point. And if you guys found value in this episode, it would mean so, so much for me if you screenshotted it and tagged me on Instagram, share it with your followers, anybody who needs a little dose of inspiration right now. Let's just spread this out to the world, okay? Oh, and again, if you feel so inclined, please leave me a rating and review um, on iTunes. It really helps the podcast reach more people and I would be so, so appreciative. Thank you guys so much and I will talk to you next week. Bye.